We can do it. Wave your arms around a little bit. Get your blood pumping. Ow. Are you recording yet? Yeah. Yay! <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Do a jumping jack. No, I'm Just not. Just one. I'm not one jack. It. Well, hello out there, and welcome to today's episode of Sleeping Situation, the podcast. I'm Ivy. I'm Matt. In case you've forgotten. Uh, it's been a hot second since we recorded. It's been we a should, minute. We shouldn't tell them how long, but it's been a little while. We've been busy with other stuff. Very busy. Uh, other podcasting stuff and other stuff stuff. What other podcasting stuff? Well, we did, we're working on the Facebook page. I did oh. a beautiful cover photo. You made it sound like we were doing different podcasts. Yeah, we have a side podcast. I don't think we have enough time for one no. podcast. Uh, we did the theme song. We've been working on stuff. But now you have it. So be excited. You have it, and here we are. What's happened since the last time we had a chat? A whole bunch of stuff. I. It's been so long. Uh, I've had a birthday... Yay, you're older now. I'm older now. I'm the age where no one likes you. Is it that it? I mean, the song says nobody oh. likes you when you're 23. Who is that? Uh, Blink-182. Oh, because I know Am I wrong? Taylor Swift is 22. Yeah, no, it's not that one. It's, okay. um, I think Blink-182. Okay. I'm going to be wrong. <laughs> But I'm not going to take the time to look it up. All right, that's fine. Or some 41 or like one of those. Blink-182 Blink isn't worth the time it takes to look it up. How dare you? <laughs> I love Blink-182. Right. The old stuff, though. New album's not good. Okay, whatever. So, Matt, tell us the highlights that we've missed. So, okay, Ivy had a birthday, and that was on Friday. And then I went to a concert in Cincinnati, and it was awesome. It was Chick Corea's Electric Band and Bela Fleck and the Fleck Tones. Old jazz guys. Old jazz guys. Uh, it was mind-numbing how good it was. Uh, I went with the drummer from the band I'm in, and he kept saying that they kept calling it the Play All of the Notes Tour uh, because it was absurd. Like, any time anyone took a solo, I was like, that's ridiculous. And it was mostly solos. Also, was each solo about ten minutes long? No. They were reasonably length solos, but there was a lot of them. I see. That's how jazz goes. That is how jazz goes. Uh, but I got to see, uh, uh, if you don't know, Bela Fleck and the Fleck Tones is like banjo jazz. Uh, but Victor Wood, it's so good. Um, Nothing, you can't put the words good and banjo in the same sentence. But he sentence. doesn't play banjo like banjo. I still don't trust it. I'll have to play you. No, I can't listen. My okay. ears will burn off. Okay. <laughs> Victor Wooten is the bass player, so I finally got to see Victor Wooten play, which was pretty awesome. I've heard of him. Yes. He's awesome. You and sound so... He's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, Chick Corea's bass player is John Patitucci's, who is also a really incredible bass player i actually got we hung around after the concert had ended because we didn't want to hit all the traffic on the way out and we were just standing there and it was like oh there's victor wooten like 20 feet away from us and so we went up and we said hi and i shook his hand and said something stupid like you're awesome or like i think i said like killer stuff or something i don't know it was something lame it's really hard to like not psych yourself out. I was nervous. Especially when you, like, you see them and you're, like, getting ready. You're, like, trying to think of what you're going to say. Right. And you overthink it. I do it every time. But Dave says, uh, he's, like, walking away, and Dave says, keep doing what you're doing, man. And he turns back around and he goes, hey, man, as long as you're still listening, I'll keep doing it. And I'm like, you're the coolest person ever. He's, like, a perfect old hippie. Yeah, he's cool. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. But it was in Cincinnati, and it took me three and a half hours to get there with an hour uh, detour uh, and then I didn't get home until like 3.30 in the morning it's too late that was too late and I had to work in the morning so that was not great 
Sometimes we just gotta do what we're gonna do for concerts. Yeah, I guess so. You just gotta decide if it's worth it, and 90% of the time it is. Yeah, I'm glad it went. I don't know. It would have to be a really just insane concert for me to do it again. But it was. I'm glad it went. That's what's important. Yes. Very good. What have you been up to, Ivy? Well, I'm a year older. Uh, Old. So there's that. Uh, I went to an author event at the library, and I got to meet Nicola Yoon, who is... Uh, the author of Everything Everything that just became a movie and also The Sun is Also a Star uh, both books that I really like and I got to listen to her talk and she answered one of my questions during her Q&A and then she signed my book afterwards and I probably said something really stupid <laughs> to her also well she said during her kind of presentation speech thing that she writes by hand mm -hmm. and not a lot of people do that but I also do that so while she was signing my book I told her that I also do that Yeah. and she was like, have you tried it the other way? And I was like, yeah, and it just doesn't work. And she goes, I know. <laughs> so we bonded. It was wonderful. Is she Chinese? No, her husband is. She is ah. from Jamaica. Oh. Jamaican-American. I just, like, it just occurred to me that Yoon is not a name that you see often. I believe he's Korean. Oh. Neat. But yes. I forgot to tell you, uh, one of my coworkers said that uh, his daughter wanted to watch that movie, mm -hmm. the Everything Everything movie. And he said, he was like, what's it about? And she told him, and he's like, I can tell you exactly how that movie's going to go. And he got, like, most of it right. I mean, I told, I you, how, I told you how it ends. Was he right? No, I don't think so. Mm. I think he got the end wrong. But everything else, he was like. The end's a shocker. Oh. It's good. Twisty ending. Yeah. Ewan McGregor's so, the bad guy. I had this weird moment, which was like, the exact same moment that I had when I saw John Green in person yeah. was, like, they walked out, and I, like, had to stop myself from crying because I'm just like, I want to be you, and I want to be friends with you, and you're in front of me, and you're real, and I love you. <laughs> Ivy's wearing John Green's face on her body right now. That is almost exactly what John Green said to me when <laughs> I met him. He said, thank you for wearing my face on your torso because I have a shirt with his face on it. It says pizza. Mm -hmm. It's confusing to me, but I appreciate it. I appreciate the absurdity of that t-shirt. Uh, so, after that, uh, my car broke. My car is dead. Your car, it... So rest this in, is... Rest in peace, Lonnie. Ivy was complaining of steering issues, and so I was like, oh, it's probably just power steering something. I thought that my like wheels weren't aligned, so I couldn't turn far enough because yeah. they were already too much turned. Well, you had you had mentioned to me like you said something like, "What is it when the car's going straight but the steering wheel isn't straight?" Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Oh, that's it's just out of alignment." See, that's what I thought. Um, I was having trouble turning for like a day or two. I was fine turning left, and then when I tried to turn right, it was like I had to force the wheel. Like, didn't want to go. And I thought that was just because it was out of alignment or whatever. So I made an appointment for, like, two or three days later, and then I took it to the shop, and they had it for about an hour, and the guy came out, and he asked me, how much do you love your car? And I thought he was going to say that, like, I did something that broke it, that I was doing something wrong, and he was implying that I didn't love my car. It was my first thought, and I was just like, I mean, enough. <laughs> and he said, it wasn't that. He said what had happened and what happens with a lot of Malibus is that the frame will crack and the engine will fall out. So that's what could have happened to me any time over that probably week or so. That is what is currently happening, not what could have happened, like is what... Well, I mean, the engine didn't fall out. But not yet. <laughs> I mean, no, so it's not currently happening. I know, there is it a could. There is a crack in the frame, and the engine could fall out. So he said, yes. this was not safe for you to drive here. And I said, oh. So I had to leave it there and get somebody to come pick me up. Thank you, Katerina. And uh, so I went home, and now I'm driving my first car from high school that my brother had been driving since I got this new car. So somebody's going to look at it, and we're going to find out if I have to buy a car or not. And I probably will. Rest in peace, Lonnie. 
He was a good boy. A good car for six months. You had him like a year. Yeah, about a year. Yeah. Um, Just over a year. Yeah. So I was at work while Ivy was at the, the shop. I knew she was taking the car in, and I texted her at about, what, 1 o'clock? Yeah, my appointment was at, like, noon. Yeah. And I asked her if her car was all fixed, and she responds with, No, it's broken forever, and I need a new one. And Ivy uses the word forever a lot, ironically. Goodbye forever. That's what I say when I leave work every day. Yeah, most of the time she says goodbye forever, and, like, I'm going to go to sleep forever, and that sort of thing. Shout out to both Harish and Andrew, who both claim they taught me that. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like Harish. I, don't... I mean, they both say that, so. Okay. They don't know each other, but they're fighting over it. Anyhow, uh, I thought she was joking. And then she's like, nope, the frame is cracked, and the engine's going to fall out. I'm too sarcastic for my own good. You are. I, I thought you were joking. <laughs> I feel like that's going to... We're going to have a conversation sometime where it's actually something really bad's going to happen. I guess that was kind of like that, but... Not as dire. Right. I wasn't broken down in the middle of the road. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. I, I just meant that sometimes I think you're joking when you're not joking. you got to pay attention. Like you got to learn. I guess so. you got to learn my emotions. All right. Uh, I think the only other update that we wanted to share was that I started rewatching Sailor Moon on Hulu because I'm using throwback anime as a way to cope with the terrible reality of our culture today. <laughs> so I escape into childhood cartoons. And Sailor Moon was my favorite show in the entire world for several years. I would come home from kindergarten, and I would put on my Sailor Moon costume, and I would watch Sailor Moon at, like, 4 p.m. or whatever it was every single day. So I started watching it again because I found the whole series, though it is a different dub than I used to watch, and you're not supposed to watch the dubs when you watch anime. You're supposed to watch the subtitles, but I don't have the patience for that, so nobody come at me. Um, it's a different dub, and it kills me a little bit sometimes. That's weird that there's multiple ones. Yeah. It's just different companies that translate it, I think. Yeah, but how many different English... Like, it was probably on one channel, right? Um, I watched it on Cartoon Network, I believe. Yeah. But it was probably also on, like, WB or something like that. So they, had a, they had, would have to do different dubs for both of them? I don't know why. I just know for a fact that this isn't the one I watched because they had different names, and uh, instead of calling her... In this dub, he calls her Bunhead, but in the one I watched, he called her Meatball Head, and I know that for certain. Okay. So I know that it's not the same because he doesn't call her Meatball Head, and yeah. she's Usagi and not Serena. Yes. So, anyway, so I'm watching that again, but Matt keeps sitting down and watching it with me, and so now he's involved. It's one of the worst shows I've ever seen, <laughs> but I'm invo emotionally invested now. And so now I have to see what happens. He doesn't know anybody's name. It's, well, firstly, in my own defense, they're in Japanese, which makes it slightly harder. I also, yes, I haven't but watched it's still that just many names. with you. You've seen enough. I'm also but... terrible with names. You know this. I guess so. Uh, but it's just like, they keep doing things, and like, things will happen, and they don't explain it at all. Yeah, but remember when we were watching Yu-Gi-Oh, and it was the same? Yeah. So just all 90s anime is bad. I, I mean, Pokemon just kind of expects you to go with it a lot of the time, too. It's right. not quite as bad. They don't make nearly the leaps, though. Like, Everything's pretty straightforward in Pokemon. There's I not a agree. lot to tackle there. No, but the plot is really, like, inconsequential, almost. Yes. Like, there's no... Things just kind of happen, but when you watch... Sailor Moon, it's very, like, sequential and, like, the information is, like, building up and you have to remember things that happened before to understand what's happening now. And they do explain it eventually, they just don't explain it when they should. Yeah. And it's also super heavy a lot of the time. Yeah. Like, Pokemon is not heavy, almost ever. Yeah, like... Very rarely. They've killed off, like, five characters. Oh, it's bad guys. Yeah, but... Spoilers. Yeah, sorry, if you haven't watched Sailor Moon yet. <laughs> the anime from about 1997. I guess I haven't watched it yet. 
So. I was saying the other night that there are some episodes that I, like, remember the concept of as it's going, or there'll be, like, a piece of animation that's really familiar. Or I also had Sailor Moon trading cards for a hot second, and there are some bad guys that I know I had the cards of, and I will recognize them when they pop up. Hmm. And it's funny to me, like, the random things that stuck with me from when I was, like, five years old. It's all just as cheesy as I remember. I mean, I remembered a lot of the Pokemon episodes. Yeah. Okay, two things. Um, I saw a post the other day that was tacky hipster tattoos. <laughs> uh, firstly, Ivy has three tattoos, and all of them were on that list. Uh-huh. And also, there was one that said obscure technology, and it was a tattoo of a cassette tape. <laughs> so obscure, no one's ever heard of a cassette tape. I'm, I'm offended and also feel old. I mean, that's like the one time somebody told me they were on a bus... And they heard somebody say, like, I discovered this new beer. It's called Natural Ice. <laughs> and, yeah, I don't think anybody's ever had it, ever had it, but I thought it was awesome. That's the same thing as somebody who would call a cassette tape obscure technology. Right. Like, you guys probably don't know what this is. I made an old Greg reference one time to, like, <laughs> high schoolers, and they had no idea what I was talking oh, about. Oh, it and that was, pains That me. was my biggest old person moment. <laughs> I got made fun of at work the other day for remembering the first names of all three totally spies. Ooh. But that was, like, backwards, because they're all older than me. Yeah. By a couple years, at least. My sister used to watch that show. It was good. I probably had a crush on all of them. I mean, it was just Charlie's Angels for high school. Right. Like, quite exactly. Right. So. Um, so we were talking about Sailor Moon. I mean, I don't, what else is there to say? I was going to say how edgy that show is for a 90s kids cartoon show. Like, because they swear all the time. Yeah, they do, actually. there's, like, at least several gay couples. I mean, there's one for sure. Well, yeah. Which, I had to look it up, because when I was watching that, I was confused. And this is how I, another way that I realized there is more than one dub. Because, in the one that I had watched... They made them edit it so that one of the guys, he has, like, a ponytail. So they, in the dub, they just called him, like, her. Yeah. So they just, like, turned him into a woman. Yeah, that's why I was, like, for a 90s cartoon, that's pretty, like, forward-thinking. Yeah. I mean, they were all for, like, diversity then, but not, right. not like, gay rights kind of diversity. Yeah. More like, every person is a different race, very carefully. Yeah. <laughs> There's always... It's like the, um, like the math textbooks. Like there's always <laughs> when they try really a hard. A black kid, a black boy, and then an Asian girl, and then someone and in a someone wheelchair. someone in a wheelchair or on crutches. Unlike yeah. everyone. Yeah. And they all have really like exotic names. Like there's no way that a Chinese person can ever be named John. No, his yes. name is like Tai Pen yeah, or something. Yeah, a very traditional Chinese yeah. name. Trying so hard to be diverse. I mean... They must have gotten in trouble. That's the only thing that I could think of, is that... The, they got caught one time, so they were like, okay, yeah, we'll do this then. They put out a book, and they were all white kids. And then people complained, or got sued, <laughs> or something. I mean, more power to them. It was just very overt. Yes. Also, I'm convinced that uh, Usaki and Green One... What's her name? Mako. Mako. They're totally doing it. There are a lot of people that agree with you. I'm convinced. I mean, if if there was two of them together, yeah. it, it's those two. They've had, like, a couple moments. Mm-hmm. And Maku's obviously very... Mako. Mako mm-hmm. is obviously very boyish. Yes. She's my favorite, though, I think. She's the best. Okay. She is. She was my favorite as a child, and she's still my favorite now. She is obviously the coolest. Also, like the most interesting character because the rest of them kind of have one thing like sailor mercury is very smart and she is very smart and that's all she is sailor jupiter has a lot of things she's like tough but she's also a good cook and she also falls in love really easily and has this tragic past with her ex but she also like says that she does kung fu and she's self-conscious about her height and sounds exactly like me 
That's why I like her so much. <laughs> See, she's like well-rounded and interesting, and also her attack is thunder, which is the coolest of the attacks. Yes. The elaborate cutscenes, anytime anyone does an attack or like transforms into their, every time, like you would have think after the first couple they would have been like, all right, they get the gist of how like <laughs> she transforms. Nope. Mm -mm. Gotta do it every time. And you have to say the catchphrase. Oh, the catchphrases are so bad. If you don't say the catchphrase, the move doesn't work, and They're that's so the weirdest bad. part. What's the, like, healing... Moon healing escalation? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. That's so bad. And then the monster yells, refresh! And then the monster is, like, exercised. Yeah. Turn it off and turn it back on again, is what they're doing. <laughs> or she like, okay, whoever wrote, in the name of the moon, I'll punish you... <laughs> That's so bad. Yay. <laughs> I love it because it's so bad. That's why I like it. It's like a train wreck. You can't look away. Or what did they say something? What did they say when they they say makeup? What is the... Yeah. Moon power. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's... Moon prism power makeup yeah. is how you transform into your oh, hot superhero so self. so dumb. Uh, it doesn't make any sense, but it doesn't matter because it's... Because the animation is pretty and sparkly, and that's all that matters. Right. Also, the one t the one character in this one is named Tuxedo Mask, which his name is what he is. He wears a tuxedo and a mask. Someone put a lot of thought into that one. <laughs> we'll talk more about Sailor Moon as we watch it. There's like 90 episodes, and we just finished like 40. So I we're like finished halfway. 40. I've seen like 10 of those. That's not true. You've seen a couple more than that. I've seen 40, that's for sure. My favorite character so far is the fat cat, though. It makes me laugh a lot. He's in two episodes, and he does not speak. I didn't see him the second time. I mean, he was there for one second. Oh, okay. They, like, showed him quickly. No, I like the cat. He's the cat version of Snorlax, and that's what I like about him. There you have it, folks. Matt's review of Heard it here first. <laughs> Terrible okay. show, but now I'm invested, so I have to watch it. And Ivy's reliving her childhood. All of the dialogue is really stupid, and it's unnecessarily complicated, and all the characters are unnecessarily sexy for a kid's show. That's my, yeah. That's my review of Sailor Moon. They're 14, that's and they're, more, they're hotter than me. Yeah. So. That's fine. Whatever. I love them so much. I think that's why people watch anime. That's 90% of why. Okay. New section. <laughs> We're using that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I think we mentioned this once or twice on podcasts, uh, but me and Ivy took a little vacation, and we went to Nashville. It was Ivy's idea to go on a vacation, and she said, hey, do you want to go to Nashville? And I said, yes. I was very kind to Matt. I would love to go to the beach, but I knew he didn't. I, I told you we could go to the beach. I'd just hang out in the hotel all We're, week. No, no, no. <laughs> We're going to go next time. Next time we go on a trip, I want to go to the beach. But I'm scared of crabs and octopuses <laughs> and sunburns. Octopi? Yeah. Isn't it? I saw a video online today. <laughs> they were, like, standing on a pier, and there was an octopus, and it was chasing a crab. That's your nightmare. It was terrifying. Octopus. Uh, uh, but what listen. if your enemies destroy each other? Does that make them your friends? No. Because they're coming for us. They're coming for us next. The octopus. The stronger one. The octopus are coming for, for us. I'm convinced they're aliens. There's they might no be. there's no way that they're not aliens. They might be. They are. Beware the octopus. So we went to Nashville for a couple days and kinda of bummed around and did the stuff that you do when you're in Nashville. Hit up all the guitar shops and all the bars downtown. Antique stores. Antique stores. Saw some live music. Uh, went to the soda parlor. And saw the eclipse. And saw the eclipse. The total eclipse of the sun. Thank you. Uh, yes, we were planning on going to Nashville anyhow. And then we were sort of like, hey, this is happening. We should go down then. <laughs> it's like we wanted to go and then... We had to think about which weekend to go, and even though it was going to be busy, we decided we wanted to see the thing. Yeah. So we went to see the thing. And we were smart. I think, I, okay, I feel like no one heard about it until, like, last week. Yeah. And then they all kind of freaked out, and then that's why everything was so expensive. Like, all the hotels and stuff. We had an Uber driver, or I guess a Lyft driver, tell us that, like, a B&B &B was 
$1,200 for one night? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. For, like, desperate people. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you could have got out of it. Like, if you just don't live downtown, then it's not so bad. Yeah. Once we were out of, like, those couple blocks downtown, it wasn't yeah. so bad. But uh, A Lyft driver also told us that the, what was it, a Chinese astronomy group rented out a, ho- a whole hotel. Yeah, an entire hotel. Yeah. Uh, to come over and observe the eclipse. We went to a blues bar in Printer's Alley one night. And it was Bourbon Street? Bourbon Street Blues and Boogie. Yeah. Woohoo. It was a fun time. I had a good time. That there. was a good time. But we, it was a seat yourself kind of thing. So we just sort of scooted in and then some people left and people came and went and whatever. But at one point we were sharing a table, the two of us and then two kind of middle aged people from Florida mm-hmm. and then a brother and a sister from Scotland. Yes. They All, were, the Scottish people were awesome. They were cool. They were really funny. He was really funny. Did you hear him yeah. say there's some kind of festival going on in Scotland right it's now? It's the Edinburgh Festival. Yeah. That's where he was, that's where he lives. And somebody said, so like, Oh, so you came over here, but your family's over there. And he goes, yeah, they're all trashing me flat right now. (laughs) And it was the funniest thing. He was hilarious. He was really funny. But anyway, they were cool. And there was a lady up in the balcony dancing by herself and said she was from Australia. Yeah. No, I think there was a couple people up there. Were they? Oh, I only saw the one lady. There was uh, another girl and a guy up there who looked couple-ish. Oh, I didn't know if they were with her or not. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. There were there was at least one person from Australia in the building at the same time too. Yeah. So uh, the people from Florida said that they were staying in the same hotel as what Little Richard. Where Little Richard lives. Yeah. Yeah. She showed us some pictures. It was funny. Yeah. Paparazzi on Little Richard. Yeah. Um. So that was fun. Yeah. That was uh, a good night. What else we do? Got a milkshake at the soda parlor. My dream has been fulfilled. Yeah. If you're going to Nashville, go to the soda parlor. Shout out Olin Rogers, my boy. BT Dubs, your Galaga machine is broke. <laughs> Listen, the the last three Galaga machines I've tried to play have been broken or malfunction. I mean, they're old. No, they're like been. repro ones. Oh, was it? Yeah, and they're just broken. Well, people mash on it. It happens. I'm sorry that your Galaga <laughs> experience was so I ask, by... I ask for one thing. <laughs> I don't care if any of the other games work. I just want to play Galaga. I played Miss Pac-Man, and I did okay. Yeah. I'm pretty did, good at it. You did way better than I've ever done at Pac-Man. I scream a lot, because yeah. as soon as they're about to get me, I go, ah! And then I... <laughs> Galaga is like the arcade version of Star Fox, and I think that's why I'm good at it. <laughs> Do a barrel roll. Uh, you're very lucky. You're very lucky. <laughs> Step on the gas. <laughs> I... I'm sure we've mentioned this, <laughs> but I have almost the entire script of that game memorized. I've played it so many times. <laughs> it makes me giggle every time. You always know what they're going to say. Yeah. Well, you could play through the whole game in like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you could sit in one sitting, you can play the whole game like three times. So Nashville, though, uh, we went to some vintage guitar shops, uh, namely Groon Guitars and Carter Vintage Guitars on 8th Street. Mm-hmm. And I played a 57 precision bass, uh, which was amazing. Tell them how much it would cost to buy. That was like $8,000. Oh. Um, um, okay, I've never been in a room. That's not true. I've seen one Alembic bass in my life, and it was John Paul Jones's, and it's in the Rock Hall, and I got to hold two of them. On the same day, and I was geeking out a little bit. Uh, there was also, what, 56, no, 265p bases. You're looking at me like I would remember. Uh, I'm not sure. A 65 Jaguar, which I, um, so 65 Jaguar in Lake Placid Blue is approximately the guitar that my great-grandfather played the most, and it was stolen out of their home sometime in the 70s, I guess. Um, so I took a picture of it and I showed it to my grandma and she's like, yeah, that was his guitar and she was all excited. That's neat. Yeah. So I was, I was happy about that one. I like what you said about, um, I mean, it was stolen. That could have been his. You yeah. Never, you literally never know. There was, there was another one in, last time I was down there, Grunes had one. Mm-hmm. And I like had a moment where I was like, that could be that guitar. And I'll never know because it was stolen. Yeah. 
Um, it also makes me sad because if it wasn't stolen, I would probably have it. <sighs> but that's life. Um, I also played uh, in Carter Vintage Guitars. They had a 1953 Precision Bass, which is like year two or three for the Precision Bass, which is like year two or three for electric bass guitar or the instrument. So that was pretty cool. Uh, I'm probably never going to play an older one than that. Like, I wish I... The serial number is, like, on the bottom of the neck. I wish I could have seen, like, what the serial number was. Because it was... One. It was probably, like, bottom thousand. Mm -hmm. Which is insane. Uh, and most excitedly, uh, in, when we walked into Grun Guitars, we walked around a corner, and I pointed at the wall. I guess I didn't actually do it. I think I mentally did it. Because I didn't want to geek out too much. And I went, that's a Stackbot jazz bass. And without seeing that it was actually a Stackbot jazz bass, I knew that it was a... And I went over and it was a 1961 Fender jazz bass. <laughs> Sunburst. I've never seen a happier person than I, when he sat I, down and played it. Listen, I everyone says that old Fender basses are magical. 61 Stackpot Jazz Bass was magical. If you ever have the chance, uh, I told Ivy, if, if you would have told me, hey, if you drive to Nashville, you can play a 61 Stackpot Jazz Bass, I would have driven down to Nashville <laughs> just to play that bass. Is that the one I took the picture of you with? No, that was the 57 okay. Precision Bass in Fiesta Red. Ooh. It's one of my favorite guitar colors. Fiesta? So that was fun. So whenever the, uh, I told Cam, whenever the desire check drops, I'm going to go get that jazz piece. <laughs> Someday. Sidebar, we were talking about, um, at work the other day, that somebody won, after taxes, $350 million in the lottery. And I determined that with that much money, you could, I would, the first thing that I would buy, or I guess if I was to buy something really, really stupid, is I could build a Hindenburg. <laughs> Don't fill it with the bad stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fill it with helium, which isn't explosive. But I would tot I'd have a Zeppelin and just, like, cruise around in a Zeppelin. I don't know if that's worth it, but yeah. follow your dreams. Okay. It would... I don't care. I don't care what you think. I want one. Um, so the big thing in Nashville, of course, was the solar eclipse, uh, which it's been, like, 40 years or something since there's been one. 35, maybe? 35? I don't Sounds know. Sounds about right. Uh, it was the 70s, I think. Yes. So. Um, and, of course, the center of it went through Nashville, so we were able to see it when it gets totally dark. Total eclipse of the sun. And it was pretty incredible. It's one of, That's one of those things that I've, like, always wanted to see, and I was not disappointed. No, it was really cool. It's... Like, simultaneously the most beautiful thing you've ever seen and also, like, kind of terrifying. Yeah, it's very strange. It's, your brain, like, doesn't compute it. Uh-huh. It gets, like, dark in the daytime, and then the sun goes away for a minute, and you can look, like, directly at it. It was, like, it felt hazy and, like, gray, like it would be if, like, a cloud went in front of the sun and it was going to rain, but there was no cloud in front of the sun, so it was also still bright at the same time. Yeah. And, like... If you, like, peeked at it, don't look at the sun, friends. Enough of us did. <laughs> we didn't, really. I, but if you if you peek up that direction, it still looks like the sun is whole, unless you have those glasses on. Yeah, that's it was, like, dark out. The sun was, like, five times as bright as it normally is. Until, like, the second it covered it all but, the way, and yeah, then it was dark. But the sky is dark. It's so strange. And also the crickets and locusts started chirping. I thought yeah, that was really cool. That was one of the coolest parts. Uh, it dropped, like, 15 degrees. Uh-huh. Um, we Which could, was nice. We could see the sunset all around us. It was nice that it dropped 15 degrees because it was like 100 <laughs> degrees out that really day. Hot. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty amazing. I told Ivy like several hours afterwards that it didn't occur to me while we were watching it, but like the because when the moon gets in the middle, you're seeing the black side of the moon. In the daytime, though. And I commented to Ivy that I don't think I've ever seen anything more black 
Like it was almost spooky black. Mm-hmm. Like you can't imagine anything more. Yeah. Yeah. It's but weird. it's still very light around everywhere else. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. It was very neat. It also felt like it lasted a long time. Really? Like it was, I thought so. I mean, the, like, coming up to it was 15 or 20 minutes, but, like, the actual full thing. I it was, like, a minute and a half or two minutes, maybe. Yeah. I thought it felt like a long time. I didn't think oh. so. I thought it went super quick. That's interesting. Like, knowing that it was only supposed to last a little, like, a minute or two, yeah. to me, it felt like it took a while. Yeah. I was really excited, though, because I wanted to... Um, make sure that I was looking through the glasses at the, like, the exact second that the light disappeared. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of excited I got to see that. Well, I, like, had the glasses on yeah. as it went, and then you went, take your glasses off and see how dark it is out here. Like, I didn't realize that the outside was dark until I lifted the glasses up again. Yeah, I took my glasses off, and I was, like, looking at... Like, it was bright, and then all of a sudden I took my glasses up again, and it was nighttime. Yeah. Um, like, I was looking at, like the totality thing and ivy i was like look at that and ivy's still looking at it with her glasses on and i was like beating on her like no take i just off. i didn't think about it yeah that was pretty incredible i don't understand all of dark side yet <laughs> but it helped i think <laughs> <laughs> that's how you describe the feeling uh no but but it was a good sound bite wasn't it yeah so, thoughts on Nashville as a whole? Um, I mean, I was there once before, and it was in, like, May, maybe. And it wasn't nearly as busy. Well, firstly, there was just, like, an absurd, like, migration of people. I saw a thing online that they said, like, some town's populations, like, quadrupled. Mm-hmm. With people staying Yeah, because stuff. so many people came in. Um, so it was way busier, and way more touristy than I remember it being. Maybe it's just because there were so many people trying to get around. I think so, and I think that made it feel like a little more. Yeah, I would agree with you. But I had fun. I like going to see live music in bars and stuff. It's really fun. Especially because all of the musicians down there are like top notch. Mm -hmm. Because you have to be. Right, they can have their pick, so you have to be good. Or, you know, if you're not playing somewhere, there's somebody else, sorry, uh, somebody else in line that will happily do it. Yep. We also went to the, I'm going to mess up the name, Bell Mead Plantation. That was cool. Yeah, I had a lot of fun there. Yeah. Mead Old House. Yeah, old mansion and stuff. Mm -hmm. All of the furniture, well, not all of it. Most of it was, like, original that, like, the family actually owned. Yeah. They had to sell off their house, but they, like, kept records of who bought stuff. And yeah, the historical really... society, like, bought the actual stuff that belonged to them back yeah. for the most part, which is cool. Yeah. And they said they're still getting stuff all the time, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And, like, everything else is, like... Period. Correct. Period. Yeah. Uh, so that was, that was definitely a good time. Yeah. That was neat. We kept joking that... Um, We'd like because it's supposed to be all period correct, but then you'd see like a spotlight, and I'd go, "Is that spotlight period correct? Is, is this... that the original Wi-Fi router? <laughs> now is this motion detector original to the home?" <laughs> we said we were going to say that, and then we didn't. Well, but yeah. I kept thinking it the whole time. Yeah, I, d- I didn't want to be mean to the tour guide lady. She, right, she, she was, was nice. Nice. Uh, so that was yeah, that was fun. This neat old house. So it was Nashville. Uh, what else? It took us almost twice as long to get home than it should have. That's very true. We hit traffic in all the wrong places. How long did we sit in Cincinnati? About two and a half hours. Was it really that long? We lost about two hours around Cincinnati. Yeah. I, I thought it was that, but I had no concept of time. That's how. Well, you were sleeping for some of it. By the time we were, like, in Columbus, I wanted to die. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, I couldn't talk anymore. I just was so grumpy. Yeah. It was a long car ride. Mm-hmm. Was ready to be home and see my kitty. Yeah. Missed my kitty. Where's she been? I don't know. Beep, beep. 
Usually she's here to shop. She was very needy when we got home. She's yes. still pretty needy. Yes. Kept bonking me on the head. She says hello. Uh, shout out to Cam uh, of the Camden Tubbed podcast, which you should go listen to. Because it's cool and a lot of fun uh, for watching the cat. Thought I'd plug their podcast, even though they have way more listeners than we do. Why not, though? Yeah, that one's for free, guys. <laughs> Next time you gotta pay. Yeah. Well, I keep. I, Next time we have to be hashtag sponsored. <laughs> he watched the cat there. That's <laughs> where it recoups. I keep drinking all his beer, too. Well, he gives it to you, doesn't he? Yeah, I know. <laughs> all right. So if you're thinking of going to Nashville, go or to the soda parlor because it's the best milkshake I've ever had in my entire life. I had an orange soda float, and it was pretty darn good. So what do you think? I had a lot of fun. I keep saying when, like, I'm telling people about the trip that I think we went for the exact correct number of days. Because mm. I think if we'd have been there one more day, we'd have been bored. Yeah. At least I think so. We would have found stuff to do. That's, like, probably not true. But, like, we were there enough time to, like, see what we wanted to see and do what we wanted to do. Yeah. Without having to, like, rush around to everything, but also... To keep busy and not be bored. Yeah. We also, I mean, we didn't even do, like, crazy packed days. No, but I don't like vacations like that, because then it no. doesn't feel like you had a vacation. Right. Like, I want to make the most out of it, but I don't want to, like, not feel like I got a vacation. I mean, I barely felt like I got a vacation anyhow, because we were doing stuff, and two days were just driving. So. Well, we did our best. Yeah. Anyway, uh, there was lots to see. The city itself is, like, really nice. Yeah. It was, like, not gross or anything like that. Like, New York can be. There was some, I mean, bums around. But not bum, too bad. Is that the crit politically correct word? Probably not. There was a man banging his head against the tree? <laughs> That's the politically correct term for him, I think. <laughs> but it, was, it really wasn't that bad. Um, and it was cool that, like, I think we said while we were there that you, there are, like, skyscrapers right next to, like, old brick buildings. Yeah. It was, like, neat how it was, there was old and new... It's not even, it's like turn of the century mm -hmm. brick buildings with old wood floors in them and then like hyper modern hipster like, houses. Very square and very glass looking. Yeah. And those are like my two favorite architect types. So I was, architecture types. Yeah. I was geeking out a little bit about the buildings. Homeless individuals, was, would that be the, a better way to say that? Maybe. Financially misfortunate individuals. Sure. So. So that about covers Nashville, right? Yes. Did we talk about everything we did? I think so. Pretty much? I think we got it. All right. Some people in our hotel got all of their luggage stolen out of their yeah. room. It's going to take us forever to tell the whole story, but basically, we were in the lobby because our keys got demagnetized. But these people, they thought they had checked out, so somebody either stole all their stuff or threw it all away. And then they came back and they had no possessions anymore. Well, she said that she saw the cleaning person taking her laptop, like on the cart. Oh, I missed that. But so yeah, the hotel anyway. the hotel goofed up and thought they only were staying for one night. Right. And they were out and about, and so the cleaning people just came and like cleared out all their stuff. Right. That's definitely what happened. I just what they didn't know was nobody would tell them whether it had been like just thrown out or if right. it had been stolen or if it had you know what I mean yeah. if like people had taken it yeah to keep or and she kept asking like who's in charge and they all kept going like no uh. yeah so like yikes <laughs> I guess none of the cleaning staff spoke English either maybe not so they were like trying to figure out what happened so I don't Godspeed know about to those people. they were directly in front of us in line at the front counter mm -hmm. and our keys weren't working and I don't know about you, but I was kind of like, are our keys not working because I was, they think we checked out? I was they... completely terrified that we were going to go back and our stuff would be gone, too. Yeah. I was terrified. Yeah. I was so scared. I had a couple shirts in there I really liked, but it, it wouldn't have been the end of the world, I don't think. <laughs> I was telling my mom about this, and I was like, the lady was, like, so stunned she couldn't speak. And I was like, I, I know that I wouldn't have been like that. I would have been screaming and cussing and losing my mind. I would have climbed over the counter and grabbed the guy by the shirt and yeah. screamed at him. 
Yeah. I would not be as calm as those. Like, those people were mad, but they were calm. Yeah. I would not have been The calm. husband was just kind of like, what are you going to do? He was just sort yeah. of like, yeah. Like, he was mad, but he was just like, I mean, I don't, they're just like at a loss. Yeah. I would have been so crazy. <laughs> yeah. That was the craziest thing that happened mm-hmm. on vacation, besides the sun being blotted out for a couple minutes. <laughs> And me playing a 61 stack pot jazz bass. And when we were sharing that table at the barbecue place and you took the last napkin as the other guy was reaching oh for it. Oh my gosh. Oh and my I, gosh, that was so funny. That was the funniest All right, thing. we gotta tell that story real quick. Okay. Um, we went to a place called Party Fowl. Mm-hmm. Um, Hot which chicken. Was, yes, it was very good. With my friend Victoria. Yes, and they said it's like a community table kind of thing. It was sort of like a middle of the place bar. It was Yeah, big. like a long high top. Yes. Um, but it was, like, bumping in there, so we just... Shared, basically. So, I'm like, I I got a burger with an egg on it, and egg burgers are very messy. And so I'd used up all of my napkins, and I was reaching for the napkin thing. That was, like, in the middle of the two parties of the table. Yeah, there's, like, us and the other people, and there's a napkin dispenser thing in the middle, and I reach for it just as another guy goes, and I go, oh, sorry, and he goes, no, go ahead, and I go, thanks, and pull out the last (laughs) napkin... And their whole party goes, oh! It was really funny. And then I grabbed another one, like, off of another table, and that one was empty, too. <laughs> it was really funny. And then the guy came, and he replenished them, and it was he was the hero then. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. I should have bought that guy a drink or something. <laughs> I, I, I guess that's how adults, like, reconcile each other, but I haven't figured that out yet. Also, drinks are expensive. Yeah. Like, it's just a napkin. <laughs> No, it was so funny. But that's what so you're supposed to do. I guess, but... I mean, both of the people that sat with us at the Blues place offered to buy us drinks. Yeah. I mean, the well, Florida people were I rich, don't, I think. I don't know if they were just asking if we wanted to order or not. I'm not sure. I don't know. That's why I said no, because I would have felt weird. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we could have, like, hung out with the Scottish people, like, in a quiet place. Yeah. And, like, had a drink or something. Because they, they, they seemed awesome. Anyhow. We should move on now. So that was Nashville. Now, and now, for everyone's most anticipated, uh, I messed it up. <laughs> uh, for now, for what you've all been waiting for, it's time for the return of the recast game. Woo! The new and improved recast 2.0. Do you want to explain 2.0? We got the new AOL disc. I'm sorry, that was that was another really dated reference. No, that was fun. Okay. So here's how Movie Recast 2.0 is going to work. Uh, I have written uh, my list of who I think the recast people should be, and Ivy has written her list. And we're going to read both of our lists and decide... Which actor for which character works best? Mm-hmm. So who has the best choice for who, each character? Yes. And whoever has... Whoever gets the most votes wins. Yes. What happens if we both say the same person? If we both say the same person, we both get ten bonus points. That seems as fair as anything else. Ivy hates my bonus points. Uh... We're also going to stick it up on the Twitter as a Twitter poll, and you can d- decide who had the better list. Vote for Ivy. She's great. <laughs> Boo, Matt. Boo. I mean, you can you can <laughs> mudsling all you want. I'm just campaigning. But I'm going to have a better list. This one, I know for sure that my list is going to be better than yours. That's very rude, and (laughs) I had a hard time, if I'm being honest. It took me a lot longer. All right. But we'll find out. So this this week's movie is the 1990s animation classic, The Goofy Movie. A Goofy Movie. A Goofy Movie? I believe it's A Goofy Movie. My whole life is a lie. (laughs) I think it is, too. I think you're right. I thought it was The Goofy Movie. (laughs) So I win that at least. Classic Disney. Before they got all dumb. Peak Disney, if we're being honest. The Goofy movie, if you've not seen it, don't listen to us anymore. 
Uh, go watch it now. But also go watch it because it's just fantastic. Um, do we need to explain the plot a little bit? Uh, we can a little bit. Have you? How have you not seen the Goofy movie? <laughs> I'll fight you if you haven't seen the Goofy movie. Physically fight you. Even if it was through no fault of your own, I'll still fight you. But the, the Goofy movie... Is a heart-touching tale about the bond between son. father and son and a road trip. Next. And also Bigfoot. So, Goofy wants to get closer with his son who he thinks is drifting away. Max wants to stay in town and go to a party and impress a girl. But his dad's taking him on a road trip. So he lies to the girl and says he's going to the concert that they're going to watch on pay-per-view at the party. Yeah, pay-per-view. And on this road trip, wild, crazy antics ensue. That's enough. Okay. That'll do it. All right. Ivy's going to go first. I mean, we have to start with the title character, don't we? Yes, we do. All right. So uh, I don't know if we specified yet. We're thinking about this as a probably live-action version uh, but don't get too picky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in that case, I picked Jim Carrey for Goofy. Yeah! Yes! Jim Carrey. <laughs> it took me a while to get there. Yeah, that's why I was like, see, okay, here's the thing now. This is what I'm thinking. The mm-hmm. Disney, like, sort of darker live action is like, he used to be all Goofy, but now he's the sort of a little bit, like, sadder dad Aww. now. I mean, that's kind of the movie. And Jim Carrey's, like, perfect for that. Like, in the movie, he gets fired from his job. Yeah. Or no, that's in the that's in the second one. No, yeah, he said he's doing the pictures. You're the right. First one, yeah. You're right. Well, we almost got into the extremely, extremely goofy, goofy movie. Which is also a great piece of cinema. It is. Um, I'm surprised they haven't done a third one yet. Oh, man. I would actually be really excited about no, that. No, because they would ruin it. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway... All right. We both get 10 bonus points. Are you keeping track? Oh, yeah, I'll keep track. Okay. I'll put, like, a tally on mine. Plus 10, yay. I'll do it, too, just to be safe. Okay. That was really good. I'm really excited. I'm I'm thinking we're going to have the same for a couple of them. I think we might. Because I'm really excited to see who you say for Max. Should I say it now? Yes. Oh, it's Aziz. Oh, no. Yes. No. (laughs) My, I wonder if you have my second choice, though. It was your second choice. Donald Glover? Yes. <laughs> it was really hard, but I have... He's written here. It has to be Donald Glover. It's so Aziz hard. Aziz isn't cool enough. Max isn't cool. Max is a nerd. No, he's not. Max is not cool. Max is very unpopular. Yeah, but then he does, like, the whole rock concert thing at school. Yeah, that's how he turns cool. Right, so he's cool now. God damn it, I think you're right, but I'm mad about it, because I could have had it. Aziz is way too dweeby. Yeah, but can you picture him being like, Dad, oh my gosh, like, don't embarrass me. Yeah. That's why. And he can play younger than he is. I guess so. Again, not being too picky, like we said, but... Right. I mean, Donald Glover is probably just about as old. He seems younger than he is. I see. Yeah. All right. He's a lot older than you think he is. You can have it. Yeah, Donald Glover. I'm grumpy now. I should... I'm for Donald Glover in everything. <laughs> I want to cast him as every person. <laughs> well, because he can do funny and goofy and serious and yeah. nerdy and he can play everything. Not that's, everybody can That's do why that. he's good as that character. That's why. Oh, he's good at every character. That's a cop-out. I know. It's a cop-out. All right. And he's also... Max plays guitar, right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Donald Glover's a musician. Also. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, number three. PJ? Yeah. We probably should have put Pete at three, but... I mean, we're not ranking them. I know. This isn't top five I know, goofy but we, we, we went Goofy and then Max, and now we're going PJ and then Well, Pete. I just... I wrote them down. All right. It's fine. I also wrote Roxanne twice, as you pointed out, so it's fine. Yeah. Uh, I just love her. Okay. PJ, I put Josh Hutcherson. Uh, I have to think about who that is. Peta from Hunger Games. I don't know who that Boy is. Boy from Bridge to Terabithia. I don't know who that is. I have, okay. You're gonna, you're not gonna know five people on my list. That's fine. <laughs> I think I know who you're talking about. But your answer isn't as good as mine, because did I... Did you put Jonah Hill because it's too obvious? No. Okay, because that's... I did not. That's a good one, though. 
He's too old, and it's too obvious. I said Keenan. Uh, of course, Keenan might be too old now. You're, well, he is older, but you're going to have to convince me because PJ is very, like, like anxious and, like, oh, my gosh, don't tell my dad. I'm going to get in so much trouble, and, like, I don't want to go along with this, uh, and I don't know if that's Keenan. See, I was thinking more just, like, Goofy. See, he's not, though. Okay, the scene where he's dancing around with the, the Yeah, the, okay, that would be very funny to yeah. be Keenan, but... Right. I don't know. Maybe I'm still think. I just still think of, like, young Keenan. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get 90s Keenan yeah. to play PJ? Yeah, that would be perfect. That, maybe, yeah. Well, it doesn't work when you don't know who I'm talking about. I know. Matt only knows Actor. old actors. Yeah. That's not true. Keenan's not old. Keenan's relevant. I mean, I'm hip. <laughs> Hello there, fellow kids. <laughs> okay, I know we didn't talk about it, but the principal should be Steve Buscemi. Yes, it should. He wasn't on the list, but we can agree to that. <laughs> All right. You can so have. How, how do you we can decide have this it? one? You let me have Donald Glover. I'm not convinced by Keenan. All right. So. I was hoping. I was hoping you're going to be real excited about that one, and you're not. I like it. I don't, I don't know if he's All right. perfect. All right, that's fine. I'm not that thrilled by my answer, though, so maybe I should be... Okay, maybe it should be Jonah Hill. <laughs> maybe that should be. <laughs> okay. I, no, I had it, and guy... I'm like, he's too old, and it's too obvious. Right, but if he was younger... If like, he was, like, super bad Jonah Hill. Yeah, if he's super bad Jonah then Hill, he wins. The, guy, the person I have for Pete makes total sense. I have John Goodman. John Goodman. Yeah. Okay, it's, totally, it's John Goodman and Jonah Hill. Because that's yeah. perfect. Okay, so no points for PJ. All right. Ten points for John Goodman. I mean, like, Jonah Hill might as well be baby John Goodman. Yeah. Kind of pudgy, curly hair. <laughs> like father, like son. Exactly. Very I'm good. so glad. I'm so glad. That one, that was that like, one came to me immediately. See, that, was, that was one of the last ones. Really? Was that was one of the first of ones I wrote really down. Really good. John Good, yeah, that's John Goodman's perfect for that. That was probably the second one I wrote down. So for the greatest girl next door animated crush of all time, Roxanne. Roxanne. <laughs> uh, I put Shailene Woodley. I don't know who that is. The Fault in Our Stars. I have not seen that movie. Divergent. I have not seen Spectacular now. That movie. Secret Life of the American Teenager. I, you're just. All over my Do you have head. a computer there? Please look her up. All right, wait. Yeah, I don't know who that is, but she looks cool. That's better than my answer. Well, who did you put? I said uh, Anna Kendrick. I She's your answer for everything. I love Anna Kendrick. Yeah, I mean, she would be good. I think I think yours is better. I just... Anna Kendrick is not quiet enough. Roxanne is very quiet. Anna Kendrick is loud. Yes. Okay. There's another actress I'm thinking of who would be perfect for that. Okay. And I don't know who she is. I'm sorry. Time up. Maybe Game like. Over. She's very Demi Lovato looking, but I don't. Selena Gomez. No, not Selena Gomez. Uh, Selena Gomez wouldn't be the worst. I thought about Ariana Grande. Eh, no. You follow her on Instagram. Don't pretend like you don't care. Um, I don't know. I don't know either. I think yours is better, anyhow. Yay. Point for me. If you know who I'm thinking of, with zero description of who I'm thinking of, please let me know. Lucy Hale? Because I thought about her, too. Yes. Is that who you're thinking That of? might be her. What's she been in? Pretty Little Liars. Yes. I thought about her. Exactly her. She, I erased her. Really? thought about it. That's who I was thinking of, but I couldn't think of her. Uh, but she would be good. All right. So you get for what's-her-face. Mm. All right. Uh, next is Bobby. The Leaning Tower of Jesus. Uh, I put Ezra Miller, who you don't know, apparently. Perks of being a wallflower, he's the friend. Oh. He's very strange, which is why I picked him. Because he could totally play weird, spacey, druggy Bobby. <laughs> um, I said James Franco just because I was like, stoner, oh stoner man, friend. oh man, <laughs> oh 
though. It was almost too easy. I like mine so much, but I like yours too. Uh. I also thought, who's the guy that's, um, he's not Mackenzie in 500 Days of Summer, the other friend? Matthew Craig Goobler? Sure. Yes. I'm telling you, yes. Okay. He would be good. I thought he would be really good yeah. too, but I couldn't remember his name. I think I actually like him better than James Franco. Well, that means I win. Okay. <laughs> you don't like your answer. <laughs> He's closer to the right age. Yeah. He's a little younger, but I don't he, know he if that's... Seems but like, we said disregard, so I don't know yeah, if I want to... I mean, he seems like more just weird and kind of dark and creepy and less, like, stonery. That's probably fair. I'll give it okay. to you. Yay, I'll give it to you. James Franco wins, even though I like the other guy a little bit better. Um, so then, I mean, if Disney's doing dark adaptations, right? Bobby's yeah. creepier. Bobby's creepy, and he's into like Tool. Yeah, but I mean, James Franco can be creepy. I guess so. When he wants to be. Wasn't he in Spider Man? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was weird in that. We said we had to put Bigfoot in because it's important that <laughs> Bigfoot is a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more of a like cameo, cameo, yeah. fun cameo. Should we like say it together or? Oh, I feel not... like I know who you put now, but I didn't put oh, that. Who did you put? John Cleese. Uh, what? <laughs> John Cleese is Bigfoot. I want him to be. <laughs> but you put Bill Murray, didn't you? No. Who'd you put? I said Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> we picked the two most different people on the planet. I think so. <laughs> Bill Murray will be funny as Bigfoot, though. Yeah, but he's, like, too easy as a cameo. Like, it's... He's the cameo you don't expect, so that you... But people are starting to, like... He's always the cameo that you don't right. expect. I don't know. I like mine better. I think John Cleese... John Cleese is old. Yeah, but why would John Cleese be Bigfoot? Because it's funny. He'd be a proper British Bigfoot? No, he's just big and, like, very, like... He walks funny, and he can, like, do a crazy... <laughs> I was just trying to think of somebody Big like Bigfoot. Bigfoot is in the Ministry of Silly Walks. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. Okay. I guess you win. Yay. I mean, it's not a movie if it doesn't have The Rock in it. Right. Now. So. Exactly. And he would be funny as that. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, I win the next one. Okay. Do you? I think I do. Okay. I feel confident. Who would you say? Well, we haven't said who it is yet. Oh, it's... Uh, <laughs> uh, Roxanne's friend. Does she have a name? She probably does, Did and I feel look? bad for not knowing it. No. Oh. I so feel like it's, like, Martha or something. <laughs> Let me look. I feel bad for not knowing. Yeah. Roxanne's kind of, like, snooty friend. Eh. Lisa, maybe? Maybe. Probably. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I said Jenny Slate. Oh, that's very good. I win. <laughs> but who did you put? I said Ellie Kemper. That's not bad, but Jenny Slate can be obnoxious, and that girl's obnoxious. Right. I thought it was, she was more just kind of like... She's like a know-it-all, and she's like, yeah, kind of. No, she's sort of like a, she's like a book nerd, isn't she? <laughs> As opposed to what other kind of nerd? I don't know. I mean, yeah, but she's very like... Well, I was going over here, and then we're all going to the party, and oh. you're not going to be at the party. Right. She's kind of like that at the same time. Yeah. Like, very... I mean, if you put her in, like, a turtleneck and... And a hat. And a hat and thick frame. I Yeah. She could totally be that. I feel very confident I, in yeah, my answer. Yeah, I think you get that one. I was proud of Ellie Kemper, but... It was pretty good. And probably the most important character in the entire movie. And also the best musical artist of our time power line <laughs> look up the soundtrack y'all kids who've never seen this movie eye to eye is the best song ever written and i will fight you yeah all right but if they were making it today it would obviously be bruno mars yeah is that what you said yeah okay very good i mean who else could it literally no one <laughs> yeah i tried to think of anybody else that might be better but less obvious and there just isn't yeah. yay yay we did it Okay, who wins? I think you do, but we'll have to see. All right, so Matt wins. Yay! That's the first time I think I've ever won a game. I think so, too. On here. But we don't really judge top five. Right. Yeah. We should, though. 
I mean, we're going to let the people judge. Yeah, we'll let the people judge top five. My top five lists are better than Ivy's top five lists. How dare you. So, you've heard our casts. Matt, unfortunately, won. Yeah. I am broken. By one point. I am broken into many pieces. By on one point, thanks to Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> How dare you, The Rock. <laughs> uh, but, you still get your say. Us... Uh, 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 listener friends out there. That was Jeff Goldblum, in case you were wondering. So, once you've listened to this podcast, there should be look on our Twitter, and we'll have a poll for you, and you can vote. Do you think Matt should have won, or did you think Ivy's list was better? Vote in the poll and send us a tweet if there was somebody that uh, should have been on our lists and wasn't. Yes. Because if you come up with something better, we want to hear about it. And we'll give you a bonus point. <laughs> Ten bonus points for coming up with an answer better than our answers. If you collect 150 bonus points, we'll send you a pencil topper in the mail, like from the <laughs> cereal boxes. So that's about the end of this episode. Yes, it we is. We made it here. Uh, hope you liked it. Don't forget to vote in that Twitter poll. But also send us any questions or suggestions you have on our various social medias or to sleepingsituation at gmail.com. And keep listening because we really appreciate it and we love you so much and this is so much fun. Yay!